Hallelujah. Good morning. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Good to see you on here this morning. Well, you're not on yet, but hey, when you do come on, let me know you're on so I can greet you here this morning and, and tell you good morning because you're so amazing. Come on. Hallelujah. What an awesome day it is this Thursday. Come on, let us rejoice. It is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. I don't see anybody on yet, but as you do jump on, put on where you're jumping on from so I can greet you this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. The Lord is good. I don't see the, the notification coming up, so we'll give it here just a few more minutes. Good morning. Ah, oh, Sylvania. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Look how good God is. Hallelujah. Sylvania, it's good to see, see you on here this morning. Excited for what God is going to do here today. Excited with what God is going to do with you. Amen. Hallelujah. I, did anybody hear anything? Good, hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Look at there. Hearts blessed, highly favored. Amen, Sylvania. Amen. Come on. We serve a good God. Hallelujah. Hey, so, so what, how are you doing? How's everything going there? Talk to me. That probably took a minute to get there, but hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm super pumped for this morning. Kimberly, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Kimberly. Come on. Hallelujah, mighty, mighty woman of God. Come on, Jesus. Look at that. Got some people jumping on here. Come on, let me know you're on so I can greet you this morning. I see Kimberly says, powerful testimony yesterday. Come on, Kimberly. Hallelujah. Mm. Yes. Well, we're going to get more into the marriage testimony here today. Uh, so I hope you're ready for more of our shenanigans. Amen. Hallelujah. Owner, uh, sold property I've been managing for 13 years, past time, new or has blessed me to full time. Amen, Sylvania. Come on. Look at the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. That is awesome. Love to hear that. Pastor Ben. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Ben. Hallelujah. Excited to see you guys on here this morning. Excited for... <laughs> Excited for the Lord. Come on, this Thursday morning, I'm just excited for Jesus. Hallelujah. What an awesome day to praise Jesus. What an awesome day to lift his name up. 
Hallelujah, as it is called today, let us shout the shouts of praise, Dana. Do you have a praise in you, Dana? What is, I'm just wondering what is happening over here. You like a broken record and oh, I you just like dropped off and I'm going to have to get you a teleprompter so you have things to say. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? He's like, I do have things to say. I do have things oh, to yeah? say. I do. Uh, he's like, he's, <laughs> he just repeated the same thing 30 well, times. Well, listen, not 30 times, I five know, times mean, maybe. I mean, Five times, maybe. Well, listen, guys. Hey, thanks for jumping on here this morning. Uh, we'd like to welcome you. I'd like to welcome our guest this morning. Oh, gosh. No, this I'm, is, I'm a, this is no, Miss Dana. don't start. <laughs> don't you this, start with that. This is I'm just going to be like half in the screen. Just like the little, just the little, like the, the since we don't have... Um, Capabilities to blur my face out. Well, I think we do. Hang on. <laughs> like I'm gonna tell, like a like testimony. This was my experience of a cartel. <laughs> yeah, being married to Sage. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Did I'm you just, guys hear that? I'm just kidding. I'm just did kidding. Did you get? Look at your bit. And that would that be fun. Why, because you're busy playing. I'm not playing. I'm paying attention. Mm, you're just dragging the little mouse all over the place. Okay, I won't drag it. See, <laughs> playing. He's always playing this man. Well, listen. I'm uh, excited to be with you this morning as your guest speaker, I guess. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I th we're gonna touch like not. We not should do that sometime. Like, do a blurred face and be like, <laughs> oh, "This is a test." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that would be, be fun. That would be hilarious. That'd be fun. That would be. So um, we're going to touch a little bit today, you guys, again, of course, on marriage. But <clears throat> we're also going to, I want to touch on relationships. There's actually a couple of things Mercy, that I wanted good to. Morning. Good morning, Mercy. There was a couple of things that I wanted to um, actually end with yesterday, but we went so much longer than I had expected. Um, all those hearts for you. I'm just hearting you up right now. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. See, I'm so happy to see you on here. Just still playing without with a blurred that. face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, you know, I wanted to end on some things yesterday, but we didn't get to. So maybe we can do that today and um, get more into relationships, Mister Third. <clears throat> yes. Relationships. <laughs> relationships. You know anything about relationships? Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm I'm a work in progress. <laughs> Amen. So let's get going. Let's start the broadcast. Um, Sage. <laughs> so it's not like obstructing all everything in the screen here. <laughs> you want to start with prayer? Sure. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Father. <laughs> Father. Come on, we only got three viewers. Come on. Father. Well, good morning, Auntie K. Good morning, Howell. Auntie. There's four. Okay, come on. Let's pray. <laughs> Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you for this morning as we as we get into giving our 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 just just dealing with relationships, Father. Lord, just being transparent in our relationship, in our marriage, and giving the testimony of that. 
Father, I thank you that it, Father, that you're going to use it powerfully and mightily according to your word. Father, I thank you that everything that we give Jesus the glory, that we give you the glory, Father, that you're the reason why that we're sitting here. You're the reason why we even have a marriage. You are the hope yeah. of all hopes. You Amen. are the life of all lives, and you are the truth of all truths. Hallelujah. And Lord, we rest in your life. We rest in your truth, and we rest in your way. Amen. For you are the way. You are the truth, and you are the life. So, Father, now that's repeating something. So, Father, thank you for your grace and your power. Hallelujah. And we just bless you. Use us today to speak to encourage, to equip Amen. in this hour. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So maybe it's like you're so equally yoked to even in your silliness in the Holy Spirit. Listen, we weren't we weren't it wasn't like that for Amen. a long time though. It was not like that for a long time. We were very so unequally beautiful. yoked before. And the reason why I'll just be honest. It was a lot of it was me. I was just I, I oh, kind of was true. Not true. Well, no, Pastor it, Kumar, it, hello, hello. Good morning, Maria. But it kind of was because um because I had um you know I was like pretty much brand new when I met you. Like let's, well, you've let's been be, in the faith since you were. I mean, you, you gave your life to Jesus. No, you gave your life to Jesus when you were like what twelve. 10 or 12 years old, and then you were in the church, and then you fell away, but then you went back to church. But I'm telling you, But you, you never I really never had really... a real personal intimate relationship so, so, until you got around. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I was unequally yoked, because I was pretty much brand new. I mean, I went to church again, but I never paid attention. I never, I didn't really know, like, a whole lot. I really didn't, other than Jesus lived and died for us, for our sins. I was kind of brand new with that. Like mm. with everything else, yeah. Like I didn't know a whole lot. I didn't. I didn't but you really, had I didn't a know radical... the word. I didn't read the word. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, then there there was that. So I'm just there saying. I'm just saying. Hey, so let me we tell you. Equally yoked. Let me tell you. Good morning, when, Candy. When, Good morning, Juanita. God bless you when guys. When we when we first got married, guys. Let, let me let me tell you. I Dana getting into the word was like. I would get into the word every day and she would look at me and she'd be all crazy, but like, oh, gee, but it was what? like, what exactly? <laughs> but, but she would get into the word maybe once every like two months or every so. month. Well, no, maybe because I was constantly speaking scripture to you. I was constantly yeah, quoting the word. Yeah, but me getting in the word, sir. Look, that wasn't that much. No. It wasn't. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! I remember that. Yeah, that was that, that, that was part of why we, we had such a rough time. And now we can't keep you out of the word. I like the word. Every time, man, everywhere we go, she's like in the word. She's like, man, what a what a transformation the Lord has done in your life. Man, I'm telling you, Jesus love, has done an amazing, word. amazing transformation in her life. Amen. <laughs> so blessed. Pastor Kumar asked for prayer for his for 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 his church. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We just lift up Pastor Kumar, Father. We lift up his church, Father. We thank you, Lord, 
for uh, Lord, for just making a way where there seems to be no way, Father. We thank you, Lord, for for increasing him. We thank you, Father, for the provisions coming forth, Lord, to care for his family, to care for his congregants, Lord, yes, Jesus. to care for his community. Lord, we thank you for that, Father. We just ask that you lead and guide him, Holy Spirit, in all things, that he would hear your voice clearly. And I thank you that he would be obedient to follow you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on. So we started, uh, we left off yesterday, you guys. If Those of you who were with us yesterday, we left off in Ephesians. And so I wanted to go back to that really quick because there was a, a couple of things that I wanted to um, touch on just to start. Um, and again, Ephesians chapter, five. Ephesians chapter five. And again, I wanted to end with this yesterday, but we ended up going an hour and almost 40 minutes. Yeah. Like we went or an hour and a half. Like we went, we went a lot longer, which was okay. It was good. Oh, but... look who it is. <clears throat> good morning, Tiari. Love you, girl. Tiari and good Shelby. Love ya. you guys. And so um, I wanted to end with these yesterday, Sage. Hey, I have but... some scripture too I want to go into. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I got scripture okay, too. All right, all right, all right. Amen. Oh, good morning, Neil. Said He said, my wife and I thoroughly enjoy, enjoyed hearing your testimony of how you both worked through bringing two different individuals together and now seeing the amazing chemistry and anointing. Come on, hallelujah. Click right there. Oh, you know what? Amazing ministry and anointing. Um, oh, it just refreshed. You both carry it so as a couple to be married for two years. Amen. 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 Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you for sure. I'm good. Listen, you guys, this is why we're doing this because you know what? It encourages people. It encourages you and your, you know, in your marriage. And, you know, and unfortunately, a lot of things we don't necessarily, you know, talk about um, within the church concerning marriages and, and how, you know, a lot of times we see how, how nice marriages may look. You know, but we don't kind of talk about the nitty gritty. And a lot of people are really good about just um, just kind of maybe hiding the things in church. And so, you know, we just wanted to address some of these things and talk about relationship, talk about marriage. So that's awesome that you guys are being encouraged by. It. I'm so happy. We believe that transparency is key. Right. You, you know, be transparency. transparency is key. We all deal with issues. We all deal with circumstances. Come on, and we can, and the more transparent we are with one another, the better we can help one another to get through it. That's right. It's when we hide everything, when we're putting things behind, you know, and trying to keep it all a secret is when, you know, the secret is where the devil dwells, man. Pretty it's much, in the that's, openness. Yeah, power in that, yeah. There's power in the secret. Not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and what I mean by that is keeping things a secret. Oh no, and putting on the fake facade. Everything's perfect. We're wonderful. We're amazing. And all reality is behind closed doors. All hell is breaking out. You know? Yeah. I mean, you go. Does that kind of you know make sense? I cry myself to sleep every night, guys. <laughs> 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 okay, you just had to go like, what? <laughs> I look scared. <laughs> I cry myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but somebody asked for prayer. Mercy asked for prayer okay. for their church. 
<laughs> so before we get going, let's pray for their church. Okay, go ahead. So, Father, we just lift up Mercy's Church right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, for your grace and power upon that church. Hallelujah. That you'll make a way for them in Jesus' name. That you're going to make a way in Jesus' name, Father. That you're not, that, Father, that everything, Father, over that church will be abundantly supplied for in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. That, Father, this is the hour and time for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Maya, good morning. Good morning, Maya. Marianne, come on, good morning. That's so funny. You're like, I cry myself to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the midst of like a real serious thing and you're all, (laughs) I cry myself to sleep. Because you're like, you're like behind closed doors. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just saying uh, the secret. If you keep things a secret and you don't get... That was my secret. Oh, (laughs) My secret life with you, and you don't even. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, you guys. That's what I was trying to get at. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm all sad. I'm just kidding. Well, is that why Look I. Look at that big old lip. Is, is Look that, why, that big old lip mark right there. Is that why I hear all that crying coming from the bedroom at night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, anyway, these are shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, Ephesians chapter 5. This is something that we left off on yesterday. Oh, did I say that I had a scripture too? Oh, yeah. What's your scripture? In in First Peter. In Ephesians chapter 5? Yeah. I have, I have one in First Peter. Do you? I do. Dang it. <clears throat> so. I was hoping I had one you didn't have. Listen, I wanted to I wanted to touch off on this though, you guys, because um, somebody says tears of joy, <laughs> tears, yeah, I'm crying every night because I'm so happy. <laughs> oh man, we better repray. <laughs> and Kale said, "Have some milk." And she's saying, "Quit being a baby." Hallelujah. So, All right, this is awesome. So what do we? So where do you want to start? <laughs> So Ephesians chapter 5, and I wanted to end with this because this actually were the points that I wanted to end with yesterday. However, um, we didn't quite make it, but I wanted to I wanted to end with three points or three responsibilities of a wife and three responsibilities of a husband in marriage. Wow. Yeah, so the first thing is... I want to start with with us ladies, our job, our role, amen, as uh, women, as wives um, within marriage. So the number one thing, and this actually has to do with that, we'll, we'll get there. The number one thing is, we talked about this yesterday, is we're to be an, a helpmate to our spouse. So wives, you know, that word helpmate, we talked about that yesterday is like like almost like a fence, like a guard around your spouse. Look at your lips. I got lipstick on your noggin. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> and so, you know, we're to... I've, we're I've, to, I've been marked. You've been marked. <laughs> we're to guard, right? To guard, to be that fence around the, our husband. We're to be their helpmate. We're to help them to fulfill the call of God on their life. Help them, uh, you know, to be better men of God, right? 
Um, so we're to be a helpmate, right? So listen, choo, 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 choo. so it's an, I'm going to read this to you. It's an interesting, it's interesting to note that the Hebrew meaning of the word helper in this passage is found hereafter in the Bi in the Bible to refer only to God as he helps us. Ooh, that's deep too. That's good. Say <clears throat> that again. Wow. That's pretty deep. The word helper, right? So this, and this comes from um, Genesis 2, 18, when God saw that it was not good, man, not not good for man to be alone, and He created a helper that was suitable for him. Okay, so one the, who would guard around him as a fence to keep harm from him. Right. That's intense. So listen, listen to this, and it also actually it actually is the same word help like the the same word that the Bible refers to God as when he helps us. Really? Yeah. That's intense, you guys. That's intense. Wow. So the fact that the same word is applied to a wife signifies that we women have been given tremendous power for good in our husband's lives. Wow. That is, that is a fact. That is so true, ladies. I have seen that. So, in fact, I actually one time was talking about, that I'm gonna, let intense. me finish reading this. It says, God has designed wives to help their husbands become all that God intends for them to be, right? And that's true. So, God has given us a lot of uh, authority within the marriage. He's given us a significant Ooh. amount of influence over our husband. However, don't get it twisted. We're not to be operating above our husband, right? Our husband's still our head. But, you know, think think about this. Okay, we'll just look at it in the Bible. Jezebel influenced her husband Ahab. He That's was the king. He was over her, but she had tremendous influence over him, obviously, but right. before the bad, right? Come on. So we as women of God, this is Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, Sylvania. So, you know, women, yep, women are... Um, Women are protectors of our husbands. The, I mean, men are, men protect us, but we, we guard our men also. So let me put it like this. I've seen a lot of, of men, of good men, maybe get into, I've seen this before. I'm sure you have too, Sage. Maybe get into a bad relationship um, or even get married to somebody that you know they're not supposed to get married to. And you see their lives change, and it's not for the good. You see their countenance start to change. You see they start to get depressed. You see that they they maybe aren't pursuing God like they were at one time. Right? Oh, don't even. Don't even. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. I, he's giving me, I, I, know, I know my husband. He's giving me that look like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> look, I'm. He's playing. pulling some shenanigans. So, you know, but, but listen, so that's true, right? You've probably Absolutely. seen that too. So, Absolutely. you know, women, we're like the rudders in the ship. You know, you're like, you direct. I mean, okay. So, uh, you know, even in our marriage, there's been times where man Sage has been doing so good or he wakes up and he's just like such in a good mood. And maybe I didn't wake up in a good mood. I don't know. This is, this happened a lot. I know this in the beginning of our marriage. He was really trying to press into God. And when, at the beginning of the marriage, like I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to press in like he was. And so it, it distracted him. It hindered him. It kind of pulled him down in some areas. And it did. It did. I could see it because he would be like pressing in and excited and I was a hot mess and it would, it would drag him down. 
So that's, you know. That but we, not really too much. No, but 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 it's a hindrance. It is. It's a hindrance when you can't run together. It is. You know, and, um, to, you know, talking about being yoked earlier, Slovenia, you know, we were unequally yoked. Yes. And so, you know, you can't run together when you're just basically dragging another along. It's It becomes a hindrance. It becomes almost sometimes feeling like dead weight. And I'm okay saying that that's kind of what I was initially in the beginning. I Because I could see that. I could see that. He may disagree. But I felt like that because I knew I knew I wasn't making life easier for him. Now, now that's from her perspective. So let me give my perspective really quick, okay? I understood, okay, that we were both in different positions, right? Yes. And And where I was spiritually wasn't necessarily where she was. And I completely understood. I can't say that I always didn't get, I never got frustrated or anything like that, but I knew to stay the course and keep pressing in because I knew that right. she would grab a hold of what she needed in that hour when she needed it. Right. And right. she did. And God did the work. And because he's faithful and amazing to do, come on. What what we what we pray to him, what we what we're asking of him, and he's faithful to perform miracles in each of our lives mm -hmm. when we need it. That's right. Come on. So, but think about that. I mean, of course, I know that goes true for for um, you know women with or excuse me, men with women too. You know, distracting you know, women. The thing that bothered me the most. You want to? I'm gonna tell you the thing that bothered me the most. You want me to tell Are you, you about? Have a counseling session in front of no, no, no. Okay, so but spiritually, you want me to just tell you what bothered me the most. <laughs> oh, Jesus, tell no, me. Jesus. No, uh, the the only thing that really bothered me was soul winning. <laughs> that was it. Was was, was that part? Yeah. Uh, the, well, the other part I, didn't. Yeah. But just only that part. Yeah. Because I felt really bad. Right. In for, that for area. For doing it. Right. And that and With that you. that sucked. Like I looking back in retrospect, right? Where I'm at now, like that that is that is my biggest probably like kick yourself in the pants kind of thing. Like I I wish I wasn't so hard on him. You know, when we would go out in public because he's he was just like soul winning just to, because that was his heart. Like he just wanted to pray for everybody and wanted to talk to everybody and and just anytime we were out, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be with you. I can't even be seen with you. Like, I was so embarrassed. Like, why do you got to talk to everybody? Why? Like, I, because I had no understanding. I had no understanding. Like, I had, I was barely building my own relationship with God. Like, I just, I just, and, and reality is, like, I hadn't really had a touch from God yet to even, like, have a desire for that. You know what I mean? Like, I it was do. still kind of, like, religious. And yeah, you're yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that, that's just just being real. You're that's very what it religious. was. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, going back, you guys, to our points. <laughs> Number one is being a helper, but think but about that. Think about that, ladies. Like, what a tremendous privilege that is. What a tremendous power we've been given, right? And it's not power to dominate or to usurp our husband's authority, but to guard and to protect him, to influence him, to push him, to be a better man of God, to push him, yes. to press into Christ, to push him, you know, to fulfill yes. the calling Hallelujah. on his life. That's the authority we've been given, right? Is to help him to fulfill his call, to be a greater man of God <clears throat> instead. 
instead of tearing them down. I can't tell you how many wives, you know, that, that we hear. I mean, because unfortunately, this is a common thing. And, you know, sometimes, you know, wives, we do this in play, but this is not, you know, we, you need to be guarding your mouth, you know, but a lot of, and a lot of wives don't do this in play, but you know, they talking about their husbands to other women or talking about their husbands to other people and be like, yeah, he's, God, he annoys me. He's so stinking lazy or he's, or whatever the case is, you know, like just talking bad about your husband to others. Like you should not be doing that, right? We should be edifying our husbands. We should be lifting them up and we should be honoring our husbands in front of others. You know, even if, even if, you know, they drive us nuts or even if we really do feel like they're lazy or they're, they're this or that, whatever, you don't share it. You that's something you take to the Lord, you pray about it, you get you turn it over to the Lord, whatever, but you don't share it with others. You honor your husband as a man of God, as the man over your house in front of others. Amen. And it, the principle behind that is if you dishonor the anointing that's above you, listen, you can't receive from that anointing. Mm-hmm. You'll dis you'll disqualify yourself it's from true. receiving from that anointing. It's so true. you so the moment you begin to do those things, right? Mm-hmm. You disqualify yourself from entering into the anointing that rests over the head of your household flowing onto you, right? Mm-hmm. Then it becomes an even more tragic situation. Right, right. So, you know, we, we respect our husbands. We talk about them honorably, right? Um, we bless them. Amen. We, we, um, you know, we guard them, right? Uh, because we know a lot of times, you know, the enemy tries to come and bring division. Maybe, you know, we talked about this yesterday, maybe trying to bring distraction, trying to get the eyes to wander, whatever the case is. Okay. Cause we know how the, how the enemy tries to work with men. Um, you know, we guard them, we pray for them, we, we pray against these things, we lift them up, we encourage them, we edify them, we speak edification to them, you know, and hey, listen, we don't always get it right, Sage and I don't no. always get it right, but you know what, we do our Absolutely best to be mindful and to try, like, <clears throat> you know, there's the, to edify each other, to exhort each other, to to encourage each other to speak edifying words and and tell each other how amazing that you know that we're doing in the lord right so <clears throat> we as wives are to be doing that as right. our husbands uh, you know speaking honorably of them and being a good helpmate to them amen being a helper to them so the second point as wives this is a good one now this is ephesians chapter 5 hmm. amen and this is verse 33, and it says this, Let each of each one of you in particular so love his wife as himself. We're going to get back to that. And let the, the wife see that she respects her husband. <clears throat> Wives, we got to respect our husbands. We wow. listen, this goes, there is, just like Sage said, there is a spiritual principle when it comes to honoring your husband honoring him as your husband but also as the man of god over your home you respect your husband and listen think about this god didn't ask us to love our husbands he he asked us to respect him he didn't say love your husbands as christ loves the church he gave that command to the men but let me tell you why men he said to love your wives as Christ loves the church. Right, right. And we're going to get into the men here in a second. We're, we're getting to that in a second. But let, 
So just, just time, just time out, just time out. But, Julie, good morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning, Julie. Amen, amen. So listen, you guys. Why do we are we commanded to respect our husbands? It's because men need respect. They need respect. I mean, Sage loves that I love him and he, that I'm affectionate to him. But but you love when I respect you, right? You love that I respect you. <laughs> yes, I do. <clears throat> I mean, I think that probably speaks to you. It, okay, as a man, yeah. it speaks way more to me. Right. That 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 honor and respect and and honoring my position. <clears throat> and absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. <laughs> You're so handsome. <laughs> but you know, because men, <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of interesting because it, in a in a very unique way, right? This the the whole husband and wife relationship is a yielding to one another. It is. See, that's that's what I think that a lot of things a lot of people miss when we're using terms like submit, respect and right. you know loving your wives as the church. It's a unification that what if you do it in the proper way draws you together and you become right, a unit, that. come on, just like Christ in the church. Right. You That's become right. a unit who's who's dependent upon the other, one upon one and the other upon the other. That neither one of you, come on, operate individually, but you operate together perfectly that's come on right, that's and right. that's why he gives us these things because the way that he speaks to the woman is not how he speaks to the man nope. right he tells the man to love his wife as he loves the church. The, the church or as jesus loved the church come on that's a high bar that he that, set that, for, that for us men to love our wives in that manner yes. but he also tells the women to submit under the leadership and role of what the men the head of the household, but to respect him. Now, yeah. why is it so funny that he tells the women to respect the men? Why? Because to a man, respect and honor it speaks mm -hmm. to us deep inside that you're for me. Yeah. You're with me in this battle. You're with me in this fight. Come on. Yeah. But to a woman, it's our love being poured over them that speaks volumes to yeah, them come yeah, on yeah even when we don't see what we want to see even when they're not acting like we would hope they would act we still love them and pour the love of god over them we tell them and exhort them that they matter that they're going up and not going down that god is for them and not against oh, yeah, them that you're the most beautiful woman <laughs> on the face of the earth I'm telling you today that every step you uh, take are you is fit. <laughs> yeah, see like that right there. <clears throat> Every step you take <laughs> is filled with the oil of heaven. Amen. Your voice is anointed. Your eyes are anointed. Your your mind is anointed. We just your got hands are anointed. Watching Nacho Libre. <laughs> your hands are anointed. Your hands are number one. Number one. <laughs> Hallelujah! Come on, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, Amen. 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 So you know what, man. That that <laughs> sorry, I get jealous. Was, but that was funny. that's you know what? That's that's what it's about. 
But listen, I have when, to refresh ladies, this page. men need respect, and they need us to respect them, even when listen. Here's the thing: even when we don't feel like they deserve our respect, we are still called to respect them, um, even right. if we feel like you know. Like they're they're doing wrong, or like we we they're like they're making a dumb decision, you know, in our eyes or whatever the case is. They we still need to give them respect, amen. We still need to give them respect as the man of the house. We still need to give them respect, amen. <clears throat> amen. Um, you know, with with um with their decision making process, with with their leading. Um, with, with everything, we need to respect them. You guys, we have, we're, we're called, we're commanded according to the word that I just read you in Ephesians chapter five, verse 33 to respect our husbands. So, you know, it's disrespectful when we're talking bad about them. It's disrespectful when, you know, for example, when there's a lot of things, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, there's a lot of the, yeah, stay off of there. See (laughs) distractions. There's a lot of times that maybe I just want to get up and run and go. There's been a lot of times where I'm like, Sage, like, just let me get my passport. I'm fixing to go. Like, I don't know if you're going or not. Like, bye. I need to go. You know what I mean? But Sage, he has to kind of rein me in and be like, no, no, no. You, you, I don't feel that yet, Dana. I don't feel that. And I sometimes get frustrated because I'm like, no, like, I want to go. Like, I need to go. You don't understand. Like, and I'm just like, you know, like whatever the case is. And he's like, no, no. And I have to respect that. I have to respect that, you know, when he tells me no, or when he tells me to wait, or when he, I have to respect his decisions. But at the same time, let me, let me take the other side to this as well. Yeah. You have to, as husbands, right, be able to discern when the Lord is saying no and when he's saying yes. And you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to help her Mm -hmm. achieve what it is that God's calling her to achieve in her life and be a full support of that 100%. And I have done that. Mm -hmm. I have supported. But if I feel like God, and I'm talking to us as a couple, is calling us to do something specifically, you know, I need to be in tune with the Lord to be able Mm -hmm. to go to that place or whatever he's saying. And I have to respect that I can't go out and do whatever I want to do, or I can't go and, and whatever, wait, no, let me, let me, let me finish. I can't go and do all that stuff until, you know, until I get the okay from, because I respect him until I get the okay from him, until I get the blessing from him, or I have, or until he hears from the Lord. Sometimes I have to wait until he hears from the Lord. Cause he's like, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that like and and he knows the Lord's voice so I have to wait till the Lord speaks to him concerning the situation and I have to be patient and re- and wait and respect that and respect that he needs to hear that and that's good he should he should be hearing from the Lord amen in order amen. to go forward in whatever decision I'm trying to move forward in amen so or we're trying to move forward in we're talking in the context of marriage though yeah yes so that that we're going in so like in the direction that we're going in but there's a lot of things that god's calling you into and telling you to do that that i don't necessarily always hear exactly good morning david good morning anthony but what do i do i encourage i'm like yeah do it do it grab a hold of it run with it right right so 
which is super important too. I'm trying to say, Sage, it's okay. It's okay. Oh no, I'm just I'm trying there, to say because that, that, that there's, that, there's a, a yielding there's to your decision making process. Uh, amen. There is, but there's also on the husband side. <laughs> See, because I don't, I don't, I don't want it to get out there like men. You need to be a tyrant. No, yeah, because you don't. No. Look, you have to Don't get... use it to manipulate your wife. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to get across there okay. in order so that doesn't get out there that you, you because men you don't want to manipulate your wife. You want them to fulfill the ministry and purpose of God upon their lives. Yes. So, you know, there's a lot of times that the Lord doesn't necessarily speak to me on what he's speaking to her specifically and her ministry and her running forward. But I back her in that and I 100% am behind her as she's pursuing those things. Yes, yes. So. And if there's a if there's a check in my spirit, listen, if there's a check in my spirit, I will tell her quickly, I feel this in my heart. This is what I feel. But, you know, it's your decision ultimately. But this is but what I But there are some things that I felt and he said no on. And you know what? I'm glad he didn't. It was right. And I had to respect well, this his is decision. True. And I had to respect his decision. And this is even true. though I, everything in me was like a little kid wanting to throw a fit and be like, nah. but like this I had, I had to respect it and just be like, okay. And, and respect that. So, you know, wives, respect your husbands. Okay. So is there any for husbands here? Yeah, so we we got we gotta stop at two because those are the two main points for 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 wives. And because yes, because we spend a lot of time on that, let's go to the husbands. So <laughs> let's move on. We'll Amen. let Sage cover this to the husbands. First Peter. First Peter chapter three. Hey, that's where I was going. I know. So go ahead, sir. You could go on. <clears throat> Come on, go on, go so, on with your bad self. <laughs> you know, it's just important, some of these things, you it know, is. especially in the context of marriage and relationship, how we work them out with one another. And look, <laughs> let, let me, let me, let me say this, how we work stuff out may not necessarily be how you're going to work them out in your marriage, right? We have to, we have to gain that intimacy between one another and that 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 just that place between one Good another morning, that we can work well together. Right. Amen. Yes. And it's and it's learning that with one another, being in the relationship. And let me say this: conflict in a relationship is actually a good thing when it's dealt with in proper measure. Amen, Joyce. That's Let me right. say that. It's true. Conflict will always arise, and I have mm -hmm. to say this because this is super important. Conflict will always arise in marriage. Come on. I mean, you're always going to have a different view. That's what's so wonderful about marriage. There's nothing that will teach a man or a woman how to love more, how to submit, how to humble yourself, how to, in those areas, right, than marriage. Right, right. But look, in every marriage, conflict will arise. That's true. But if you deal with conflict properly, it actually can build and it can actually add building blocks that are strengthening your marriage rather it's than true. bringing destruction to your marriage. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's good. And how do you handle that, that conflict? Well, you know what? You yield to one another. You allow your wife to say what she needs to say. She allows you to say what you need to say. Wait, what? You, what? 
<laughs> you know, you work those things out. You communicate with one another. You communicate where you're trying to stand. And hey, I'll be the first guy to admit communication for me is probably the hardest thing I have to deal with. Communication. Mm -hmm. It is. It's it's difficult. Because, <laughs> you know, with guys, right? I'm like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and we're like, mm. and we're good. We, we just had a whole conversation right there. <laughs> Most of my guy friends out here, you know what I'm talking about. You just had a whole conversation <laughs> right there. But to a woman, right? I'm like, mm. What you it means nothing, right? It means absolutely nothing. But it's true. It's true, Joyce. So communication is is a is a hard can be a hard thing, but it's necessary. It's uh, and and healthy communication, healthy communication, right, is absolutely necessary to have a healthy marriage and a healthy relationship in general. It sure is, and and that's how you deal with conflict. Conflict that can become building blocks to your marriage because conflict will come. Come on. And it, you know what I've learned? Can I say that concerning absolutely. communication? You know what I've learned that, that I used to do in the beginning and it used to be you are Rodney's brother. That's a whole conversation. You know, concerning communication is how, uh, how I mean, obviously, how you communicate means everything. Like It is. Um, you know, in the beginning of the marriage, I used to always come off like very accusatory, like you, you do this, you do that, you did, you, you, you. Everything was always you, like pointed at the other person and or never always, or... right, right, or never, or these kind of words, and never reflecting on myself. And I've learned to be like when I'm sitting and talking to me, like you know, I just, I just feel, I just feel this way, I just feel da da da, I feel like da da da, I, I, it turns for me, I feel this way. So I'm not coming at him immediately accusing him of stuff or accusatory. I learned to use the I sentences first, right? Starting Amen. with I. I feel I this. I. It starts with me. It's not accusatory. And communication is huge, you know, because when you're coming at somebody like automatically accusing them from the jump off, the guard's going to go up and chances are the conversation isn't going to end up the best. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's important that how we communicate, right? Saying, I feel this is just how I see things. This is how I feel. I feel like you're, you know, not doing this or you're acting like that or whatever the case is, whatever the case is. So mm -hmm. I love what Sylvania says. It's okay to agree to disagree. Right. It is. It is. It it's is. perfectly okay. You don't, you don't always have to agree, yeah. but it's okay to disagree as long as it's in love. Yeah. Well, as long as it's in love. Well, and Joyce, I'll say this, you know, pray, pray for him. That's the biggest thing is pray for him. You know, there was a time I was in that position or there was a time that Sage was in that position where we just didn't, you feel like you're always taking the blame and the other person doesn't ever want to admit they're wrong. Well, just pray for them and be kind to them. I'm telling you because the kindness is convicting and they will come and they will apologize at some point. Just pray, girl, pray for the, your spouse. I have, when our spouses are struggling like that, sorry, babe, let me just no, finish no, it's perfectly the, good. the biggest thing I would say is pray for your spouse. If your spouse is an unbeliever, if you're struggling and, and maybe they're just, maybe they're very prideful. Maybe they're just, you know, not where you're at spiritually, kind of how we share it. Pray for them. 
Amen. That was the key to help me is you praying for me. It was. Mm -hmm. You know what? And and not getting and not allowing myself to get angry, right? In the moments of of whether she did or didn't or saying this or that, not understanding that you know that 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 we have a real enemy mm-hmm. and that enemy is desiring to break marriages up mm-hmm. and seeing it for what it was and to making the decision, I'm going to love like Jesus loves. I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe, come on, because I'm a believer, mm-hmm. amen. I'm going to pray amen. and I'm going to believe. I'm going to walk in love. I'm not going to be accusatory. I'm not going to use the words always. I'm not going to always try to get my point across or get my way, but I'm going to rest in your hand, Jesus. And I believe that you're more than enough to see this relationship through to the end, to bring about your perfected desire in this marriage, that our marriage will be a representation of heaven everywhere we go. Amen. Yes, that's right. Hallelujah. I love, come on, come on. I love my hubby, but I pray for him. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, and nobody, Amen. nobody can be right all the time. That's right. And Absolutely you know, even when not. You, even when you know they're wrong and they won't admit it, just pray for them. So let's get back to the women's <laughs> points. <laughs> I love it. Say that again. Even when you... When you know that they're not right <laughs> and they don't want to admit it. And that goes them. both directions. <laughs> That's why it's so important to communicate. And right? And conflict is always not... Uh, conflict is not a bad thing. No. When it's dealt with properly, it can be the building blocks that actually strengthen your marriage. And it's the same way in the body of Christ. You know, conflicts are going to arise, but how you deal with those conflicts in the body of Christ can actually be building blocks to encourage people for greater unity and love in the body of Christ as well. I was going to pray for him when I started to see him entering that negative space. Amen, Juanita. That's so awesome, you guys. You guys are. What did she say? Read it she, out loud. She said, um, I, she said, Brian and I had a conversation yesterday about um, how does he want me to pray for him when he starts kind of entering into that negative space. Um, and I told him I wanted to pray for patience and, um, and have, and have, I can't see the rest, but anyway, she said, so he requested I pray for grace for him. That's Amen. so good. That's so good. Amen. 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 So Brian just had a. What did you say? That's awesome. No, that was... Okay. Pray for understanding. Amen. Amen. Come on. So listen. Come on, Jane. Do I get to read a scripture? Yeah. Going back to... So there's two two points for the the wives that I'll let Sage go on. And I see... I see we're starting right there. Yes. And the other one's in verse 28 right here. Okay. So go back to 28 in Ephesians 28. Okay, Ephesians 5.28. Ephesians 5.28, and it says this. says, so husbands, so husbands ought to love their own wives. Now, husbands, listen, circle own. 
You're supposed to love your own <laughs> wife, okay? Not somebody else's wife, not someone else, your own. Well, hey, that's important. I just want to stress that, you know? I do a lot of a lot of guy ministry stuff, so yeah. I would be like, circle own, your own wife. Come Good on. Story. Not a woman in a magazine, not a woman on TV, Facts. not the woman down on the beach. Come not on. No, your own wife. Come that's, on. That's why, that's he, that's why he put it. So husbands ought to love their own wives. Yep. As their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Right. So Amen. you got to love your own wife or you can even do go off that one. Husbands love your wives. You got that twice. You got you guys got that command twice in just a couple verses. We sure do. Matter of fact, Ephesians, what is that? 525 and 28. He reiterates the same thing for husbands. He says in verse 25, we're going backwards. He says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Ooh, Amen. That's intense. Verse, verses two, uh, Ephesians chapter five, verse 20, was it 24 and 28? 24 and 28. Yep. That's Amen. intense, man. So I mean, think about that. that. I mean, my God. I, that for the men, what that looks like. You know, think about that. How, just, just, I got to go there. <laughs> I got to go there. I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to light it up. Now listen, <laughs> this is PG, so, no. <laughs> so listen to this. So it says, therefore, just as Christ, well, wait a minute. 25. 25, here we are. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church. And gave himself for her. Again in verse 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Now think yes. about this. We're commanded to love our wives in the same measure that Jesus loves his church. Now think what Jesus did for his church. Jesus did what? He went to the whipping post for his church. My God. He had his flesh stripped from him for his church. Come on, so that they could be made whole. Come on, mm -hmm. what is that in representation? He died to the carnal. Yeah. Having your flesh. flesh stripped from you means what? That you died to the carnal, but Jesus had his flesh stripped from him that we would be made whole and healed from every situation. Look how far Jesus went for his church. He suffered and died. He died the most horrific death upon that cross where he bore all the sins of mankind from the beginning to the end. Come on, for his church, for his bride. Come on. What he makes intercession before the Father night and day for who? His bride. Hallelujah. Think about how he loves you and I. He never leaves us in this situation. He doesn't condemn us, but he made a way through for us. Come on. And we're to love our wives in the same measure as he has loved us. So My what, God. So what does Hallelujah. that look like? That's laying down yourself, laying down your fleshly desires. Tell, talk to the laying men. <laughs> Tell the men out there. Lay, <laughs> laying down your flesh, laying down yourself so that your wife 
can be elevated. Come on. She's commanded to be a surrounding force around you to protect you. And you're commanded according to scripture to love her as Christ loved the church, to not be condemning, but to be uplifting and encouraging, to do what it takes to make sure that she's built up, equipped for whatever is at hand, and that she's, and that she's going forward and not back. That every enemy of hell would be put on be put on display because as the man of the house you've got the sword of the spirit you've got the shield of faith and every devil of hell that would even think about turning its direction toward you you're taken out because you know that God has given you the command to be hallelujah Amen. To be the head and not the tail. That you're going up and you're not coming down. That this is your hour and time in your marriage that you're going over the top. Amen. Amen. Come on. So what does it mean? You die to your pride. You die to your way. Come on. What does it look like? Jesus, come on, doesn't tell me. You do. No, he doesn't do that. He's always talking to me. He's telling me, hey, how much he loves me, how much he cares for me, what, how much I mean to him. But he's also corrective. But in the way he's corrective is in a measure that encourages me. Man, I could work on a little bit of that. How, now, how does that? So how does that? How but I'm saying I could work on a little bit of that. <laughs> applicable to the men in church. Some like just giving a, give a real life example. On, on which part? I don't know if you levy me. Like Christ <laughs> loves a chick. <laughs> It's like this. How do you live me? <laughs> Here's your coffee. <laughs> you know, it's going the extra mile. Mm -hmm. It's taking the extra step. Even when you don't want to. Even when everything in you is saying no. Even, and here's a big thing. Even when you know that you know that you know. <laughs> and then you're like, I love you. You even, mean so much. Even when me. you know what, even when you know what, sir, <laughs> know that you know that you, know, you what? know Nothing. That's the <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know what? It's laying yourself down. It's laying your pride down. It's seeking the best. Let me put it like this. It's seeking the best interest of the other. Ooh, that's good. Let me just say that. It's seeking the best interest of the other. Come on, that you would come down and they would be raised up. Amen. Let me say that. Because that's what Jesus did. He he suffered and died to do what? For our best interests. Because, and I'm just saying, you know, practical, because that's big shoes to fill. So it's like, what does that look like in everyday life? To, it's you dying to, be that, to yourself you know, to and living to see your, to, to see and to see them lifted up. But the practicality of it, the application of it daily. Speaking words of life. Trying to stay away from things that cause difficulty, you know, in the marriage. Guarding yourself. Speaking life over your wife. Come on. Mm -hmm. Every day. I mean, speaking the truth of the gospel over her. Praying the word of God right? Speaking the word, 
but but also listening and guys listen to me this is one of the biggest things is listening to her listen Linda. taking your time <laughs> and sitting and hearing what she has to say and this is one of my big things because i'm a fixer i'm a fixer if Dana comes to me with something, I want to fix it. I think a right? lot of guys are like that. I mean, though. most guys are that. We want to fix it. I want to I want to tell her how she can do it, what she can do, this, that, and the other. And I have to refrain from that and just listen to what she has to say, you know, and, and actually, well, that's really good. How did, what do you think? And, and actually have a care and concern for her for her opinion and listen attentively to it. Okay, I understand what you're saying. And mm -hmm. and you know, and not always trying to be the one who fixes it. <laughs> Which I've found gets me in more trouble. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he'll he'll just automatically just be like he I feel like he's not hearing me and he's just responding just to respond. So so yeah, so that kind of went off the rails there a little bit. I was, I was really going into loving your husband. I was on a roll, <laughs> and then well, yeah, I was trying to figure because you because you were preaching, which is good, but I'm trying to I was trying to get you to figure out how to apply it apply to the guys it. practically. Here's here's a, here's a practical way. Ready? Die to yourself. <laughs> Die to your flesh. Come on, hallelujah. <laughs> so yes. So love your wives love your as wives. you know really what the what I think what it's kind of summing it just sums up as just sacrificial love right just doing oh like you said going the extra mile like doing things that you may not necessarily want to do you know blessing your wife right and, when, and of course it goes both ways right but you know blessing your wife speaking the word all the things you said but just just eh, sacrificial love yeah. the sacrificial love of Christ. And I, you know, um, what does Ben say? Oh, that's good. That's good that you're asking Ben. He said, I have to ask if she's wanting me to fix or help if she's just wanting me to listen. Yes. <laughs> Usually the last ben. That's good that you're asking though, Ben, because, because, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen, <Ben>. Danielle. <laughs> Amen. Amen, Juanita. That's good. That's actually all, you guys, all of those things are great. Those are, that's like good communication, right? That's, you, you have Come to on. ask those things because, you know, we kind of grow up, a lot of us just assuming that the other person's just going to know. And that's not true. That's not the case. You have to explain or you have to tell the person, this is what I'm needing from you. Okay. Or, you know, you got to, you got to clarify those things or you got to ask the questions. If they're not saying, you got to ask the question, what do you need from me? That's right? so good. So that's good. So that's the first point. Husbands, love your wives as more. Christ loves the church. The second one. I have one more. Yes. Right here. Right here. Right here. No, no. It's in First oh, Peter chapter 3. Yeah. Verse 7. Verse 7. Okay. Ready? Yeah. It says, husbands. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. First Peter 3, 7. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding. That's a huge one. With understanding. 
Mm-hmm. Now, guys, if you're in your Bible right now, you may want to circle that word understanding. Yeah. Hallelujah. What did David put? I can't. He said, my problem is sometimes I just don't know what I want or need from her. Yep, that's that's true. That's true. That's a whole, absolutely. So. Because, you know what? That's a big deal because, you know what? Sometimes I don't even know how to communicate that stuff. Yeah. I don't even know how to communicate my want or my need in the situation mm-hmm. or circumstance. And a lot of times, because I am... A guy. A guy, right? <laughs> and I have those things. What do I do? I'm like, like this. And I think she's going to know. And nope. she's like, I don't know what the heck you want, man. What do you want, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we have our own language. So can I read that out of the Passion Translation? That's exactly where I was just going to go. It says, Husbands, you must in turn, you must, or excuse me, husbands, you in turn must treat your wives with tenderness. I think it'd be better if I read it. With tenderness. <laughs> yeah. Well, read it right here. Look wait, at wait. Right I, here, friend. I like going right here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Husbands, you. <laughs> husbands. You, in turn, must treat your wives with tenderness. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, I'm listening. I'm listening. Well, hang on a minute. I'm listening. So, (laughs) well, oh, okay. With intimate insight. Realistically, with considerateness. Uh Uh-huh. That is with consideration of what they desire and delight in, not ignorant of their preferences. (laughs) That's intense. That is. That's actually, with tenderness, that actually is a huge thing. That is a huge thing, I will say, men, for as a wife. Wow. That, that. I love how that broke it down. That dwelling with your wife in understanding or dwelling with your wife with tenderness. There's like a lot of times, (laughs) Juanita, there's a lot of times, you know, that sage, like, you know, maybe I'm opening up my heart or I'm like sharing like maybe a a sensitive part of my heart to him. Wow. and because because he's a guy, you know, he's kind of rough with me or his responses are rough or whatever. And I get my feelings hurt. And I'm like, you're supposed to deal with me in understanding. <laughs> How come you're not dealing with me in understanding? <laughs> that has come up. <laughs> but it's like, that is a huge thing. It is. It is massive. Massive. And how do we do that? We have to be tender. Yeah. There's a tenderness, or or as my senior pastor used to say, his wife, right, uh, Heather Devine, she used to say this, kindness, yep. be kind. It was always, <laughs> it, it yeah, that was a big thing for her. So, but let me let me let me go into this a little bit, okay? So it says, husbands, you in turn must treat your wives with tenderness. And that word. Tenderness is intimate insight, considerateness, consideration of what they desire and delight in, 
and not be ignorant of their preferences. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, it also says, uh, as feminine. Yeah. So let me, let me read it again. So it says this. It says, husbands, you must treat your wives with tenderness, viewing them as feminine. The weaker vessel, which is, which is weaker in livelihood, uh, widows, females, orphans were uh, horribly disadvantaged in the time that this was written. Without an advocate, women were often oppressed by corrupt political officials. Peter instructs married men mm. to treat their wives with respect as those who are often at disadvantage. Wow. It is also possible to interpret this as weaker physically. Wow. Come on. Wow. Come on. Partners who deserve to be honored, for they are co-heirs with us of the divine grace of God, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Men. Oh, see? What can hinder your prayer quicker than anything? Not dwelling with your wife in understanding. Mm. Now, listen. In that place, what is she going to do if she's not getting understanding from you? She's not getting that love she needs from you in this area. Listen, what is she going to do? She's going to go to the Lord. Mm -hmm. She's going to be like, Lord, I need, and she's going to start crying out to the Lord. And the Lord's going to be like, uh, son, it, you know, and literally Peter says here, it will hinder our prayers from being answered. Yep. That is intense. It's happened, guys. It's happened. I'm telling I've seen you. I've I've gone to the Lord. I'm like, Lord, this is your son. He's look at look at what he's doing. It is it. <laughs> I have been chastised by the Lord. I have been rebuked by the Lord in the measure and manner that I have treated her in. No doubt. Now I'm being very transparent. There has been quite a few times. And I'm going to use a Bible verse here, right? Uh, a Bible word, excuse me. I have been a real ass. There has been many a times yes. I have been a real <laughs> ass. Come on, to my wife. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had to repent. I've had to get it right. I've been chastised by the Lord. But one thing I've noticed is when I'm that way with my wife, I can literally tell my prayers are hindered because God knows I'm not walking in understanding or love with the co-heir of grace that he's given me to love mm -hmm. and cherish yep. and care for. Yep. Um, David said, you know, as, as males that you guys are taught not to be kind or kindness is weakness. So it's hard for him to be, to be kind. What would you say to that? Because you used to be extremely like, just like temper, no kindness, you know, before Christ. I mean, even a little rough after, but, but you Both. are super tender now. Before Christ, man, I, 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 I don't even know if I so, want to get into so what, how I was raised. Right. So what I'm saying though, is you didn't drag that into your new life. So how, how did, how did that happen? Like, how did you get tapped okay. into that tenderness? Is what For me, before. how I tapped into that tenderness is this. I got radically transformed in cell seven, tier two. 
I met Jesus and my life was literally transformed and changed, man. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you, so with the marriage though, when we did get yeah. married, a lot of things flooded in that I didn't know that I had to deal with yet right. that we talked about. The way that I got tender is I started really paying attention to my character, paying attention to the things I was doing. I was consciously aware continuously what's walking circumspectly every day with her, praying the word of God over her, taking my thoughts captive and walking according to the word. I made a decision in my heart. I was not going to do what I've been doing, but I was going to be kind. I was going to be considerate. And whenever I found myself going in that way, I would remove myself from the situation and get some get right. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're rebuked by the <laughs> Lord, listen, I don't know about you, but when the Lord rebukes me, yeah. man, I it wrecks me. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. wrecks me. And I don't, and here's the thing I've developed in my heart. I don't want to grieve my father. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to grieve my father. Yeah. I don't want to grieve the Holy Ghost who dwells in me. Yeah, yeah. The one who saved me from a pit of hell. The one who delivered me when there was no hope. The Amen. one who reached down into the bowels of hell itself and pulled me out of the muckery mire of Amen. hell and breathed Amen. the life breath Amen. into me. Amen. I would never want to, 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 to disre, dis, disregard him or 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 grieve him yeah. in any way whatsoever for therefore as he's given me the precious gift of my wife i try my best with his help to deal in understanding in love in kindness in gentleness why because i'm a picture of my daddy but also that's actually a fruit of the spirit it is a fruit of the so spirit. So it should, as believers, but, it should be. It doesn't always come out, right? But it's, and I'm it's not learning, saying I don't get angry. It's or, learning how to, I think, how to how to yield that area because because even though I'm a female, look at I was kind of I was always hanging around with the boys and whatever, and I was very much like that. Like I did not cry. Yeah, you know, I did too not, many boys. <laughs> I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> I did not cry. I did. I was kind of like a, a tomboy growing up. Like I did not cry. Like because yeah, crying was weakness. You don't do it. You don't show your weakness. I didn't communicate. I didn't. I didn't get all mushy gushy with my feelings or share about my feelings because that was weakness. You didn't do it. And so, um, you know, learning how to do that and learning how to yield. You know, swallow your pride and allow yourself to be exposed to the Lord in that area first and foremost. And, and yield yourself to the Lord in that area and allow him to work in you and allow him to work the, you know, the fruit of the spirit in your life. Amen. Amen. So Amen. that's, that's, that's a huge thing. It is huge. Yeah. So, so huge. So, so, so point two: deal with your wives in tenderness or, or tenderness understanding and understanding, you know, and it's, and that's a characteristic. So let me say out there, guys, guys and ladies are. You know, uh, it's something that you build. It is. You know, you build on it. You build on it. It's not going to happen in one day. It doesn't happen just, God, give me the grace. He'll give you the grace to equip you, right? That you'll walk it out. Amen. 
and that you'll do what's required of it, but you have to walk it out. This is what you do. And you have to make that decision daily, mm -hmm. daily. Mm -hmm. There's times, listen guys, there's times I have, I used to have a temper, like I, I don't even know how to explain it because there is no words for it. Uh, but you know what? I still at times can have a temper, mm -hmm. but because I've learned to yield my heart to the Lord, that temper doesn't control me anymore. Right. I may become angry at things or frustrated at things, <laughs> right? And I'm talking about abroad. Not only marriage, but everything. Yeah, I'm just but thinking I've, about to the beginning of our marriage. <laughs> It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. Hey, I have one story. I remember in our house we had 719 Lee Street. Uh, remember that house? Yeah. So uh, the girls were there. Dana's there. And we have college kids for neighbors. You think they would be loud and partying all the time, right? Yeah, right. You've got a couple of college kids next door. They're football players and all this kind of stuff. Man, and it, who was the loud ones in the street? We were. <laughs> The kids are out there yelling. We're out oh, there dude. yelling. Hey, yo. You know, I mean, it was just, we were loud so people. So embarrassing, for real. So embarrassing. But, Looking and, back now, so embarrassing. And the college kids were actually pretty quiet. They I'm were telling like, you. They would just come out and they'd be like, hey, guys. I'm telling you. I know, but it's wild. He's talking about, you know, like anger and stuff and controlling your anger. Man, I'd be like <laughs> flipping tables and... Who knows what else? Like, here's me diving out foods. windows. <laughs> if you could play in your head, diving out a window. Yeah, running outside. I'm after him, screaming in the street. Jesus, help us! My gosh, he's brought it all, brought us a long way. He has brought us a long way. Oh, you know what? Lord. And why do I say that? Because there is mercy, there is hope. There is hope for each and every one of us. Come on. There is if, hope, if he, if he okay. did it, If he did it for us, he can certainly do it for you. Listen, he shows no partiality. We're his sons and his daughters. <laughs> that was wild. What was my... Uh, just crazy. Just... It was back then, huh? Dude, it was bad. It was crazy. Jeez. That was back... We just put it, that's back in the day, girl. That was... But, like first year of our marriage. It was wild. We were intense. Both loud. All of the whole, our kids were loud. We were loud. Like it was just <laughs> loud. Yelling, screaming. But we were loud not only in that, but everything. It was just loud. Like, we, I mean, and our we, kids were loud. Hey, no volume. No, no inside voice. Hey, just everything's everything loud. Everything was loud. And I'll tell you, and as a youth pastor at that time. I kids mean, were always their over. kids were always at our house. I mean, we had kids on the roof. We had kids. <laughs> on, I mean, we did. We had a pool in the back. Screaming. I mean, screaming. And I mean, it was it was always intense. Always, oh, my gosh. OK, always. so it's like I got to tell you guys this one time. Actually, the cops and the fire department ended up coming to our house. Let me tell you why. Because <laughs> this guy. Thought it would Don't be a good idea Don't to build no, no. a fire pit in the backyard under, <laughs> let me tell you this, under a dead tree, mind you, a dead tree, well. dyed, dry, huge, dead tree. He thought it'd be good tree to, to, to build down. a fire pit. And so they didn't have anything to burn. I was still at work getting ready to come home, him and his friend at the time. 
We're looking for things to burn. You know what they throw in the fire pit? They throw in, number one, my outdoor wicker furniture. Just so pissed about. So he throws my furniture in there to burn it because they hey, don't have anything to burn. And then you know what else like, he throws man, in there? I was like, man, this stuff will be good to burn. You know what else he throws in there? Tires. Tires. Smoking tires. So I'm there and I'm like, you guys are, you guys are retarded. <laughs> and I'm doing dishes watching them like after I get home and I was already upset because they're like burning everything in sight. And then next thing I know here, like the fire truck, like a sound. And I'm like, Sage, they're coming for you. And he's like, no, sir. I'm like, yep, that noise is coming for this house. Oh, man, it was so, bad. sure enough, they pull up in front of the house. So and I, I see the, the sirens and stuff, so I go and grab so the hose. So he's the water I'm, hose. I'm like, this, like, I'm like this. They come out there like, what are you doing? Oh, I just, this, nothing, nothing, just putting this out. He's trying to put it out, and I'm like, there's this huge plume of thick black, <laughs> black smoke from smoke. the tires. <laughs> And they're like, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. And as like, I told, I was like, and I just told them, they knock in the door. I was like, yeah, go ahead, guys, go through the back fence. I was like, just, I already knew they were, I was like, I'm sending them to you. So. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> uh, I will say anyways, this. Okay. She got extremely angry about the furniture. <laughs> Look, me and my buddy were back there. We built a cool little fire pit. I'm like, hey, you know what? That stuff will burn pretty good right there. I put it in there, put some stuff. Man, and it did. Man, I'm talking that wicker furniture. Well, what happened was we we started with it's one chair. It's all under a dead tree, you guys. I look out the window, and it's under this dead tree, and I'm like... Man, but... Oh, the tree didn't catch on fire. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, I just say, the first chair we put in, the flames were so... Yeah, thank God I, was I like, didn't get the tree on oh, fire. So then I had to do another one. Well, you know, Danielle, this is my life with this man. <laughs> they don't. It's just they just get excited about it. See, I was gone. Okay, I was not at work. I mean, I was not home. I was at work. So I and caught then the it tail went end of it. From one chair, and then I was like, let's do another. And we did another one, and then went to all the chairs, and then the table, and then when she got back, I was like. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, I can that that's what happens when you leave and you get two guys that are <laughs> really twelve <laughs> trying to catch everything on fire. But hey, you know what? I must say, Dana handled that really well. I mean, she did. I mean she would I mean, I would have been livid if it was my furniture. But she buy, wasn't. No, I didn't end up buying more. You know what we got? So we ended up getting like A pool. some yeah, we bought a pool. We got a pool. But we ended up getting uh, just little, um, you know, the fold chairs, the camping chairs. Because <laughs> she said she didn't want me to burn anything else. Yeah, I was like, I need to burn the next set. She's <laughs> Ben says, April, too bad we got rid of our wicker stuff. <laughs> ben. See, I was just guys giving you ideas. I, I'm telling you, Ben. I'm t that stuff, I mean, 30 foot flames with one high back chair. <laughs> Anyways, we got off. Anyway, I don't know how, how we got off on that. You guys, husbands, don't get any ideas, okay? Why we got off on this is this. Listen, guys. There's always, God will always make a way. 
He's always going to help. There's circumstances and situations that arise in all of our lives. David, from fire to water. <laughs> no more fire. You get water. Hallelujah. It is, Danielle. It's expensive. Sheesh. Well, the viewership dropped. So. I know. So listen, you guys. Really quickly, we're going to um, we're going to hit yard sales. No, Ben, don't do yes, that. Yes, Ben. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I want let let's recap, okay? So, uh, you know, this obviously took up the whole hour and a half again, which is fine. It's great. Well, I hope I had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time too. I hope you guys got some out of today's broadcast. But let's recap, right? The points that we went over. So the two points that we went over for the wives that wives are required to do in marriage. The first point is, um, oh, I already forgot. <laughs> the first oh, no. Point, the first point is be we are helper to, to be, your husband. be a helper to your husband. We're to be helpmates to our husbands. That one, that one actually was a really powerful point What we read with that. So wives, be a good helpmate to your husband. Help him to fulfill the call of God in his life. Amen. And then the second thing is respect your husband, respect and honor him, respect and honor him directly, but also respect and honor him in public. You know, when you're talking about him to others, when you're, when you're, you know, talking about your marriage in front of others, talk about your marriage in a way that is respectful and honorable, even when he's not around, no matter how much he may be frustrating you, respect and honor him both in, in person, but also in public to others. Amen. Amen. And husbands, love your wives. As Christ loves As the Christ church. As Christ loves the church. And that's that right the first there, point for husbands. That's the first point. Mm -hmm. And what's the second point? Deal with them in understanding. Mm -hmm. Tenderly. Tenderly <laughs> in understanding. Amen. So Amen. That, that's, that's, your, that's your points today as husbands and wives that we are to be doing within our marriage. Um, of course, we didn't get into, you know, just relationships in general, but that's okay. We're going to do that tomorrow. So make sure that you guys join in tomorrow. And before you guys log off, a couple of announcements, and then we want to pray for you. So don't jump off. Amen. But we have this Saturday coming up, you guys. We're going to be doing an outreach here in Hilo at one of the low-income housing uh, complexes. And so we want to give... Uh, you know, dried food, you guys, we want to bless them. Amen. So we want to put a call out there to you. If you want to sow into the, into souls, amen. If you want to sow into this outreach or even sow into the ministry, we encourage you guys ask the Lord, if he would have you give, then be obedient to give. Amen. Uh, uh, connect your finances with souls, you guys, because I'm telling you, this is going to be fruitful. We're going to go door to door. We're going to preach the gospel and we're going to give, amen. you know, people, you know, some dried foods as we go door to door. Amen. So, so into souls, so into, um, this, bro uh, this broadcast, so into, uh, this yeah, outreach, so into this broadcast. Yeah. You can sow into this broadcast too. You can sow into the word that was given today, but for your own marriage, amen. I mean, you can, you can sow mm -hmm. into it for your own marriage. Amen. And I encourage you, if God has put it on your heart to partner with this ministry, Truth and Fire Ministries, as we go and preach the gospel and yes. train and equip the body of Christ yes. to see the power of God, to see the sick healed, the lame walk, the blind eyes open, and see yeah. the 
the the the the Jesus lifted high. Amen. That's Come right. Come on, Hallelujah. That's right. Equipping and training the churches across the board. If you That's want right. to partner with Truth and Fire Ministries, if God has put it on your heart, you know what? To be a monthly donor or to be a a one time donor, do that today. Be obedient yeah. to that because God has a harvest in mind for you. That's right. We've given many options on the header of this video. There's uh, and Dana just posted it mm -hmm. right there. There's Cash App, Text to Pay, Text, text to Pay, Text to Give, text Venmo, to give, Venmo PayPal. PayPal, Cash App. All that kind of stuff to make it easy and convenient for you so that you can be obedient to what the Lord is telling you to do. That's right. I encourage you to do that because God has a harvest in mind for you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So listen, you guys, if you are watching this broadcast either now or on replay and, you know, maybe you have never made... Uh, met Jesus, you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, or maybe at one time you were serving the Lord and something happened that threw you off course, you know, a traumatic life event, a loss of a loved one, or maybe even something in your marriage. You know, if that's you and you're watching the broadcast today, we want to pray with you and we want to, um, we want to bring you to the feet of Jesus. Amen. Because you're never going to have a healthy relationships. You're never going to have a healthy marriage or be successful in your life with the Lord, unless you have the Lord, right? Unless Amen. you have the Lord. So, Amen. say, do you want to pray So, there's one prayer that fits all. One prayer that fits all. It says, you believe in your heart that he was raised on the third day, and confess with your mouth that he is Lord, you shall be saved. So, right now, wherever you're at, you know, just uh, say this prayer with me right now. Yeah. Dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Wash me and cleanse I me. I thank you that you died for me. I thank you that you died for rose me. Rose on the third day. Throw rose on the third and day. And you're seated, and I'm seated with you in the heavenly realms. And I am seated with you in the heavenly realms. Jesus, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost. Give me a passion for the lost. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. A hunger and a thirst for the things of God. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. I declare over my life today. I declare over my life today. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. 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 If you said that prayer with us and you meant it from your heart, listen, and, and you said it today, put in the comment, I did. We have free ebook material. We want to get into your That's hands right. ASAP to help, in you, help you in this walk. Amen. 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 So if you did, just put in there. Hallelujah, or put in there, I did. Whether it's <laughs> Don't on put in there, hallelujah. Put in there, I did. <laughs> I did. Well, I'm getting all tongue-tied today. So <clears throat> just put in there, I did, and your email with it, and we want to get this uh, material out to you quickly. Listen, guys, there's eight people on here. Hit that share button. Smash that share button. Get this message out there. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Help and, others. Yeah. <laughs> help. 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 <laughs> No, you know, let uh, let others hear the word. Let them be encouraged. Amen. You never know what's going to help. <laughs> Love you, Auntie K. Howe, and happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Auntie K. Howe. Happy anniversary. Listen, God bless you guys. Make sure you share the broadcast. Hey, is there an anniversary song? Uh, uh, 
No. No? Not that I know. Like a happy birthday song? You can sing a happy birthday song. So, happy anniversary, happy... Oh. <laughs> they should like, make a song for anniversaries. Somebody should do that. Like, make a song for somebody, anniversaries. Like, somebody. <laughs> like, we have birthday songs, right? Like, happy birthday to you. Somebody. So we should make an anniversary song, too. I love you guys. We're going to log off before this broadcast just goes downhill. <laughs> Don't forget to share. Bye, guys. See you tomorrow.